So today we continue this series that we've entitled uh, Living Life Right. It's on the fourth commandment, and, or on the Ten Commandments, and today we're on the fourth commandment. And as I said in the very first sermon of this series, these uh, commandments are timeless. They are universal laws uh, for all places and all times. And God has given us these commandments uh, for our own good. Uh, they are guidelines for living life right, for living life as God intended. Remember, God is our creator. And God knows best for us how to live life. And so far from being arbitrary laws or rules set up to constrict our freedom uh, or make life miserable or somehow uh, help us to earn God's love, instead these are an expression of God's love. Remember, the gospel is always God loves first and then we respond. So we don't earn God's love or his approval by keeping these commandments. Uh, he wants us to enjoy life. And so to go against these commandments will only hurt us. I will quote Cecil B. DeMille again, because I think it's a great quote. We cannot break the commandments. We only break ourselves against the commandments. So as we look at this fourth commandment today, it is very apparent that this commandment, if we break it, it is at our own peril, in our society's peril, I will add that. If we disregard this commandment, we only hurt ourselves. And in fact, if we break this commandment consistently, we can destroy ourselves. So let's read the text today um, from Ex from Exodus 20, um, and here it is. Observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy as the Lord your God has commanded you. Six days, and here we see the, the rhythm of, of labor and work. By the way, uh, the title of today's sermon is Finding Your Rhythm, and I wish I, I could say that I was kind of um, very... Uh, insightful and knew this was Jazz Sunday, but I had no idea. That it, <laughs> so it just happened to be. It was a work of the Holy Spirit. But here we see the rhythm of labor and work. Six days you work, one day, the seventh day, is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your ox, your donkey, or any of your animals, even the animals, need a Sabbath. Nor any foreigner, you know, or immigrant, or refugee. You know, the Bible has very specific things to say about treating refugees or foreigners. And here it is. They should have a Sabbath too, residing in your town, so that your male and female servants may rest, as you do. And here's a very important part of the Sabbath we remember. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt and that the Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God has commanded you to observe the Sabbath day. Lord, we pray that as we look at this scripture today and hear from you, we pray that our hearts would be open um, and that these words may not just be information for us, but that they may cause transformation in our lives so that we can live the life 
the good life, the rich life that you so desire for us to live. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. So last Thursday, I was going to have coffee with someone uh, at Cole Coffee in, I guess it's Oakland, right across the way from Safeway. And unusual for me, I arrived a few minutes earlier and and I got uh, 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 Arnie Palmer. (laughs) And, you know, that's tea and lemonade. And sat there and waited for the person who was going to meet me for this meeting. And it got to be about five after, ten after. And so I texted him and said, hey, you know, I have on that we're here meeting at three o'clock cold coffee. Did I goof up again? Because I often do with my calendar. He said, oh, no, I totally messed up. And this person is retired. And he said, I have no excuse. I'm retired. I should, I should know these things. Uh, and so, should I come now or should we reschedule? And I said, hey, we'll have to reschedule. And um, so I sat there. And it was a beautiful day. Remember, Thursday was just one of those gorgeous fall days in the Bay Area. Just magical. And I sat there drinking my Arnold Palmer. And I thought to myself, wow, I have nothing to do. And I just looked at people walking by. And I enjoyed the beautiful day and a chance to just do nothing. And I thought, wow, I haven't done this for a while. You know, just nothing. No expectations to accomplish anything. I had a free hour, a gift, right? And so the person wrote back again and said, oh, man, forgive me. I'm so sorry. I said, oh, don't apologize. This is great. I'll call you back and reschedule. Boy, doesn't an hour like that sound good to some of you? Now, I know I'm preaching to a very mixed crowd here, and some of you may need to work a little more than have Sabbath. But boy, for many people in our culture today, just a time to sit and do nothing, to relax, be still, And taking the beauty of a gorgeous day. It's just a rare occurrence, isn't it? I mean, I could quote statistics all day about how hurried we are, how rushed we are, and especially after the pandemic, how our work lives and our personal lives have become so blurred that 86% of uh, at-home, totally at-home workers, remote workers, feel like they're on the edge of burnout. Breaking the commandment to rest. How would you like a day of rest? A day to just relax? A day free from your phone? Put it aside? Don't respond to texts? Or emails. You know that every time that little phone goes off, your blood pressure goes up? Did you know that? How would you like a day like that? Just to chill out and relax. A day to get closer to God. A day to spend relaxing and 
enjoying good friends and family and community. Think about your life and where you're going. Does that sound good to some of you? Do you know that this is God's will for you? You know, sometimes we struggle with God's will. What is it? <laughs> this is it right here, at least part of it. To relax. Chill. This is what God desires for you. He wants to give you the gift of a day every seven days, which is unlike all the other days of the week, and it's a gift. Jesus once said, you know, and forgive this exclusive gender, exclusive language here, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. It was made to help us relax. A day for rest, a day for recharging your batteries and your physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual batteries. A day for relationship. Sounds good, doesn't it? Makes sense. And yet, I would say out of all the Ten Commandments, this is the one that is most broken or, or easily forgotten or even really disregarded in our society. For some reason, we kind of slough it off like it's not really that important or we don't take it seriously. Can I just tell you, uh, more ink is devoted to this one than murder and adultery and some of the others. It's right there with the big ones. <laughs> and yet we kind of uh, struggle with it. Or maybe we don't even struggle with it. Maybe we think this is just an outdated, kind of archaic, somehow no longer relevant to us commandment. But it is, folks. And today, today it is so countercultural. But we need it even more today than ever. Wouldn't you agree? In an age in which the boundaries of work have been blurred by cell phones and texts and instant information and all the rest, we need to submit ourselves again to this great commandment. It is also so easy to work all the time in this age of information and communication, to allow the, the days of our lives to become one constant blur of activity. And here's what I think really burns us out, is one day is exactly the same as all the rest. <laughs> They're all the same. And for many of us, it's going 100 miles an hour every day. So let me lift just a couple truths or insights from this commandment for our lives today. The first thing is really obvious. God has designed us to rest. He wants to give it to us as a gift. In fact, all the created order is designed to have rest. God says, take a break, break, chill out, slow down, relax a bit. And actually, this is what this word Sabbath means. It means to cease, to stop, to, to uh, rest. It's the literal meaning. God says, stop it. Stop all the activity. Stop running around. Stop worrying about all the things you have to do. Throw out your to-do to list for the day. 
and all the sab on the Sabbath we cease from all the stuff that we do the rest of the days of the week. It's supposed to be different. In fact, that word holy, when it says keep this commandment, to keep it holy, that's what holy means. It means to, to set apart, to be different. You know, oftentimes when we think of a holy person, we think of someone kind of self-righteous and keeps all the laws perfectly. No, it means to be set apart, to, to be different. And that's what the, the Sabbath is supposed to be. It's the heart of the Sabbath, set apart. God wants us, and this is, now we're getting into what we do on the Sabbath. God wants us to do something different. Something that recharges your batteries. Do something that recreates you. I was thinking about our pickleball, a group that plays pickleball in our gym at 2 o'clock on Sunday. Great Sabbath activity. Did you know that? Because they're having fun. Something that recreates them. That's what God wants us to do. Wants us to just uh, do something different. Set apart for worship, for family, for relationships, for community. Now, some of you, some of us, and I will confess, I, I struggled with this for many years. I was kind of a workaholic. Till I kind of burned out. And then I made some changes. And I realized I would be more productive if I took a break. And this is what has been discovered. So for some of you, this could be really hard. Me telling you to, to relax brings up all kinds of anxiety for you. <laughs> Years ago, I read this book, When I Relax, I Feel Guilty. God doesn't want us to relax, to feel guilty. Can I tell you? You can sit next to a creek doing nothing for three hours and be right smack in the middle of God's will for your life. You can play all day. And God will be pleased with you. You can take a nap on Sunday afternoon and not feel guilty. <laughs> this is God's will. God says, rest. And there's another insight about this commandment. You do it every seventh day. Uh, now, we take little Sabbaths. I read an article on burnout this week that said, wow, you got to take little Sabbaths every day, like an hour. Just break away from your phone and from all the stuff you're doing and, and, and cease for an hour or even a half an hour. Even 15 minutes can help. But you need this one day a week. God has designed life for us to be broken up in seven days. That's the measure of our lives. That's how we, you know, control our lives is in terms of seven days, not a month, not six months, not a year, not a decade, but seven days, six days of work and one day of rest. It's the measure of time for our lives. Isn't that interesting? Have you ever thought about that? We see it even with the earth. You need rest. You need to give the land a rest. You know, in Exodus, it says, leave, you know, farm your land, but leave it when you're fallow. Did you know first ecology? 
right there in the Bible. Give it rest. For some reason, God has designed us to live in this rhythm of work and rest within the space of a week, seven days. And that is the framework for our lives. You know, there was a study done years ago on animals at the zoo. And they found that animals have to take a day off every week in the zoo. Those poor little elephants and giraffes, they can't be gawked at seven days a week all the time. Isn't that interesting? Even the creation, the animals, and that's what this commandment says, give your animals a rest. They go to this rhythm, according to this rhythm, or they become anxious and they burn out. So some zoos, the good zoos, I don't know what Oakland Zoo does, but they give their animals a day off. They don't let them be gawked at. Seven days a week, just over and over and over, they have a different day for them. You know, this is a really helpful uh, insight for our lives. We can control our lives within the space of a week. If we try to go hard and hard and hard for a month, we'll burn out. If we try to say, you know, I've met people who said, hey, I'm just going to work really hard for five years, make a ton of money, and then relax, you know, that's dangerous. It's dangerous. You can um, break yourself in some way against this God-ordained rhythm of life. Your relationships can suffer, your health will suffer, your spiritual life will, will suffer, and you may not be able to get out of your bad habits, and you may get addicted to adrenaline and activity. Did you know that they have done studies and our adrenal glands are growing because we are addicted to adrenaline and moving so fast? So it's within a week. You know, after the French Revolution, you know, the the Enlightenment, and they kind of became secular and, and started disregarding some of the religious laws, they said, you know what? Let's make it 10 days instead of seven days. We can get more work out of our people that way. So nine days of work, one day off. Nine days of work, one day off. You know that it was a total disaster. And they had to go back to six and one. Seven days. This is why we worship once a week. Have you ever noticed that you need worship about every seven days? I've noticed that. I need to, I need to come back every seven days. One thing, I'm paid to be here, so i got to show up. <laughs> but others, don't you kind of feel that way? You go and you, you work and you live your life and, wow, you got to come back. And coming here, it's just a good time to remember. And see, that's part of the Sabbath. We remember. Did you hear that in the commandment? Remember. Remember that you were slaves. Remember what I've done for you. In the same um, passage uh, on the fourth commandment in Deuteronomy, it says, you know, remember that I freed you and redeemed you. And that's what we do in worship. You know, so much of worship is remembering, isn't it? I mean, I try, and I know Don tries to 
to bring something new. We hope, I hope you learn something every time you come here. But you know, a lot of it, especially those of you who have been coming to worship for 40, 50 years, there's not a lot I can tell you anymore. <laughs> but I can remind you, and you can remember. And this is what, why the Sabbath is so important. We remember the important things. We slow down. And we hear the still, small voice of God. I mean, I've told you this many times, but busyness is the number one uh, hindrance to the spiritual life. We just get moving so fast. And God says, wow, just remember, slow down. And I think this helps us to remember the very first commandment. There's one God who we serve. And so we come to remember. Remember that we are not the center of the universe. Remember that God is God and we are not. Remember that God is sovereign and the world is God's. Remember that we don't have to control everything. That we can resign as general manager of the universe. Remember the goodness of God. Remember the love of God. Remember that our worth, and this is so important, Remember that our worth as human beings does not come from what we do or how much we accomplishment or how much accomplish or how much work we get done. It's not from doing, it's from being, from being a child of God. And remember to give thanks. And remember where we find true rest. Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Let's pray together. God, we thank you for this good commandment. We thank you for all these commandments that are, are for our good, that we may re live the abundant life that you came to give us. And God, I pray for us as we are in this world that is moving so fast and moving faster. And it's so easy to to just blur our, our personal lives and our relational lives and our work lives. And we pray that um, you would help us to be different. Help us to be holy, to set apart ourselves in a day, once a week, to, to be with you, to worship you, to be recreated, to be with family and good friends and enjoy community. Lord, help us to keep these things in mind. And we pray all these things in Christ's name. Amen.